All right, guys, what is going on? It is Monday, it's a fresh start to the week, and I don't know if I've ever seen the iPhone weather app look any better than it does right now in Columbus, Ohio. So let's make sure that we take some time this week to go outside, to get out in nature, hike a little bit, bring your friends and family, connect with somebody, connect with nature, have that feeling. It's so essential to us as human beings. Get out early in the day, get your circadian rhythms dialed in, get some sunlight, go on walks. I cannot express what that will do for just your health, your mental health, your well-being, and just, uh, you know, sort of just your connection with, you know, the world, which I think right now, you know, I've been having a lot of conversations with people and they need to be had. They're deep conversations. And I'm a guy who likes deep conversations. And I'm a believer in that we have to share our ideas. We have to talk through things sometimes and we have to just shut up and just listen and hear and know where people are struggling and I think this is a great time for it. Like there's no better way to do that than to go out hiking and camping and sitting around a campfire with people that you know and that you love and just talking through some of this stuff. And there's a lot of stuff to talk through right now. And so today, guys, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, CrossFit. And, you know, it's... It's something that for those of you guys who are longtime listeners, who are longtime followers of, you know, the friendship brand and our gyms and, you know, myself and everything that has sort of just been in and around that journey. For those of you guys who remember, you know, Jay and Tom, who were there for the beginning of this um You know, you guys, I think, probably know where we stand. You guys would consider yourself a friendshipper. But, you know, people who have adopted and picked up, you know, CrossFit in the later years, they might not know, you know, everything. And so if you guys have already heard this, you know, I'm sorry. I hope you guys like the uh, and enjoy the walk down memory lane. And for those of you guys who maybe haven't ever heard any of this stuff before, I hope that it puts your mind a little bit at ease with some of the stuff that is going on uh, with CrossFit right now. And. And for those of you guys who don't know, uh, what's happened over the last couple of days is, you know, Greg Glassman is sort of just being a little bit exposed for kind of uh, who he is. And he's sent some pretty nasty things to an affiliate owner, uh, which it, it has happened many times and is something I really don't care for. Um, I had a, I have I have zero tolerance for that generally in terms of a CEO um, of a company, you know, who sort of stands on the shoulders of affiliate owners who really do all the work uh, for him and, um, and and putting those people down. And this is not the first time that he's done that. And I've had a lot of problems with that in the past and also making bigoted comments. And again, not his first time doing this. And the last straw for us came um, around some anti-gay comments a few years ago, which I have, I have no tolerance. I have no tolerance for intolerance. Let's just say that. Um, But when you are the man who sort of, you know, is supposed to kind of lead a brand, you have to have a strong moral compass. Just like we were talking about the other week, if you are a, you know, police officer, if you're a a person in the military, if you're somebody who's given the power of a weapon and authority, you are held to a higher standard to have a stronger, more direct moral compass that comes with the territory. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. 
And that's the that so so that higher standard needs to be applied. And we vote with our dollars in the business world, right? And so I'm not going to keep giving my money to a man who's unrepresentative and really, for lack of a better way to put it, doesn't seem to have a strong moral compass and isn't leading the brand that we are getting associated with in the direction that I feel like our company has taken from day one. And so we started Friendship. And it was a group of us. And, you know, we started out of our garage and we, you know, had we had a lot of diversity just in our initial group. We had different sexes, different ethnicities, different uh, religions. And it was just never about that. We were just about like love and togetherness and bringing each other joy because we, the rest of us who are starting, I can only really speak for myself, but I know that there are a couple other people. We didn't have a lot of joy in our lives at the time. You know, we were struggling with that post-college, you know, I want to, I want more than this. I want more than going to bars and happy hours and, you know, trying to meet, you know, a a wife or start a life at, you know, at a bar. And I, I didn't believe in it. It wasn't, it wasn't something for me. And, and the crew that I was starting to run with that I had started friendship with kind of felt the same way. And we started down this path of creating something that was just about like, like just, it made us feel good. It was just about being good. Right. And it turned into this thing and there's, you know, remnants of what you guys enjoy about the gym today is what it was all about was it was all about you had a long day at work. And at the time I was working two jobs and going to school and, you know, the, the other guys were working jobs or finishing master's degrees or doing some of these things. And it was kind of these long, grindy days. And you just you just feel lost. You're just not super happy. But then at the end of the day, you know, you get to go back to the garage and you get to see your friends and you get that little pick me up. You know, hopefully you guys have all felt that before you get that little thing to look forward to. Or if you guys are a morning crew person, maybe you're like, oh, man, got to drag myself out of bed today. It's not the easiest thing in the world. You get up, but you know, you're excited because you know how you're going to feel afterwards. You know that after you leave that pod and you pop into the parking lot and you're seeing your friends, you got all the juices flowing for the day and you're and you're able to give somebody, you know, a big bear hug and, you know, smile and laugh. And it's 645 a.m. You've already crushed your workout, your body and your mind feel amazing, you're smiling, you're laughing, you're engaging with other people, and most everybody else is still in bed. Or if you guys are an evening person, you guys have had that long day at work, you're not super happy, and it's grinding you down a little bit. But you know you get to go to the gym, and you know that the the coaches and the people in the gym are going to pick you up. They're going to look at you and say, how are you today? How's it going? Somebody's going to look at you and ask you how you are. And I think for a lot of people, what I know about, you know, soldiers that I dealt with that, you know, struggled with suicide and struggled with PTSD, a lot of times that's what it is, is we just need somebody in our lives who's going to be a positive influence, who's going to pick us up and support us on our days where we're down in our days where we're struggling. And that was what we created. it, And that is independent of everything, religion, race, sexual orientation, any of those things. It, it doesn't matter. And in actuality, sometimes people that are going to have a different sexual orientation or who are going to you know be of a different race. And I'll never forget Vinny and Jazz. 
it actually is one of the few times I've, I've cried, um, you know, as an adult, um, they were a young Indian couple. Um, and it was two, two females and, um, they had come over on visas to study at Ohio state. And I even get teary eyed thinking about it now. Um, it's, they, they wrote us a card, uh, before they, they left their visas actually got, uh, stripped around the beginning of, um, Trump's presidency. And, they wrote us a card and said, uh, thank you. Friendship was the only place that we could go that we didn't feel that we were treated as foreigners where somebody actually like treated us as family. It's just so like, that's just so sad to think about. And it's stuff like that. That sort of honestly, for lack of a better way to put it, makes me sad to be an American. Like it makes, it makes me feel disgraced. And while at the same time, you know, I was excited to be able to be, uh, that place for those two and, and hopefully others, um, you know, that what that really means is that the rest of our society has, has a lot of work to do. Um, and you know, we do, and there has to be some, you know, products of change. And, uh, for those of you guys who know me, I've, I've been through sort of the ringer of wanting to do that possibly politically or, um, you know, with, with other things. And it's been a real battle, uh, in my mind of how I can affect positive change in our community and in our society, the most meaningfully. And it's hard because I think that I think that politics is broken. I think it leads to being surrounded by people that just, you know, aren't good people. And I didn't know if I wanted that for my life. I didn't know if that was the best pedestal for me to help impact change. And so, you know, we started to focus just a little bit more on how can we maybe double down on the gym and how can we impact change locally? You know, how can we act in those smaller settings to create places of, you know, love and positivity and inclusivity? And, you know, maybe have a more meaningful impact in, in people's lives. And Maria has some really cool stories with teenagers. And you guys maybe, you know, if you guys know, know Rye and, you know, you've seen his growth or, um, you know, there's other teenagers that, that I won't talk about too much who have come a really long way just a really long way as people. And, you know, that's a, that's something I'm super proud of, uh, to, to be able to be supportive of. And that's one of the big positive pieces of, you know, change that we've sort of started to started to kind of interact with is, you know, we, let's start working on the next generation. Let's start, you know, let's give the positive place for the adults and let's start working on building a next generation. That's, um, you know, fit and happy and has a really strong sound mind and body to make good decisions and, you know, be, be a product of good and be a product of positive change, uh, inside of our communities. So with some of that stuff being said, um, you know, CrossFit as a company, so CrossFit, so this is the hard thing. Okay. CrossFit is a scientific methodology, right? So it is actually a, a formula and, um, you know, it's, it's designed around the idea of basically power output, right? Is we want to increase our work capacity across broad times and modal domains, right? And that is CrossFit's tagline, um, increase work capacity across broad times and modal domains. So let's, let's break that down. Okay. Increase work capacity. Um, it basically is, you know, the, 
the weight or the distance moved divided by the time it took you to do it. Okay, so if let's just take Fran as the common example. If you do Fran and you do the same weights and you do the same pull-ups, so you do it apples to apples as the time you did it before and you do it in less time, which is the denominator of the equation for power output, um, you increased your work capacity. Okay, and that's one time domain. And so across broad, what did I say? Across uh, across modal, broad times and modal domains, right? I was, I was mix everything up in my head. Uh, broad times, modal domains, right? So broad times might be, that might be a three or four minute stint for some of you guys. So then we would look maybe on the extreme end, we'd say Murph or we'd say, you know, a 10K. Um, and that would be, a, that would be a broad time frame, right? Is everything from, you know, I always say everything from 30 seconds to an hour, right? Is, is what we want to be able to train in. So that's our broad time domain. And then modal domains basically means, uh, you know, everything from a movement perspective. So um, it's everything, you know, in the sagittal plane. So it's all of our deadlifts. It's all of our squats, all of our power cleans, all those things. It's everything in the transverse plane. So it's everything cross body. Like today we're doing cross body cleans and I'm getting probably too nerdy for some of you guys, but that is the scientific methodology behind it. Okay. It is hands down the most well-written document um, in health and fitness in the history of humankind. It has brought performance training light years ahead and really nothing has ever been close. And this is why it was such a sweeping uh, thing, you know, why it was such a why it was such this just exponential growth in what what hit really around 2014, 15, 16, um, when we when I had been around for probably around eight years or so is really when it hit hit its crux in the Midwest. And that methodology is what drove it. Right. And now you see you know, Orange Theory is CrossFit. At 45 is CrossFit. Tread 415 is CrossFit. If you watch most, uh, the way that most people train most people these days, it is CrossFit. There are rare exceptions with sports performance training where they're going to stay in a very classic, what I would consider to be strength and conditioning world where it's much more sports specific much more injury prevention oriented that maybe you wouldn't define as CrossFit, but even then a little bit loose, right? So that methodology, the methodology of CrossFit can be utilized just like we are now, right? We're doing thrive, we're doing build, we're doing endurance, we're doing, you know, we're, we are expanding the broad times like with endurance yesterday and modal domains like with gymnastics and Olympic weightlifting and kettlebell work and tempo work and build and all these different things, right? So those, so we're expanding on the CrossFit methodology, which I believe in. And the CrossFit methodology was written by Greg Glassman. And Greg Glassman, much like many people who, you know, are, let's just say geniuses. He's a genius, right? He, but he's a flawed man. He's a flawed individual. Um, he does not have a strong moral compass. And that has been apparent to us for um, for a few years when we really started to take this step away. So it started in 2017. Um, Grant and I went to a conference. We spent a whole week together and... Um, we basically said we don't we we no longer associate with uh, the brand of CrossFit, and there was a lot of catalysts to this decision. And really, from then till now, um, that decision has just been further solidified and hammered home. And we are no longer a CrossFit affiliate. We we did not renew in 2020, um, and so as of you know this day, as of recording, we we are not actually a CrossFit um, affiliate. 
And so uh, that process started a long time ago. It's a, and it's a challenging stretch. You know, every every T-shirt, your entire website, um, all of your your search engine stuff on Google, uh, you know, every, every T-shirt. I'm looking at my cup right now. It says, you know, Friendship CrossFit. Every poster, every sign, everything you've ever made has Friendship CrossFit on it. And we had to start basically back over from scratch. As far as the Internet is concerned, if you move everything to a new domain and you change the keywords and everything that a website hits for, you basically start over. And it's not easy. Um, you know, and it does. It takes time. It takes years. A lot of these, um, you know, affiliate owners are going to be de-affiliating from CrossFit. And they've got a tough road and a tough stretch ahead of them. And there's other problems that's going to come from this as well. But that's what doing the right thing is. That's what following your heart is, is it's not doing the easy thing. It's doing the right thing. And so there were a couple pieces of intolerance from independent gyms. There was some stuff that came out about Greg Glassman with sexually harassing some women and some female athletes. Um, you know, there was intolerance for, um, you know, the gay community in Indiana. There was intolerance for, um, you know, women and some very sexist things that came out of gyms in Minnesota. These were all things that are very frustrating um, to me is we get thrown in this bucket and Grant and I have always run a business that is high integrity, that is above board. We've never cut corners. We've never shied away from things. We've always been a high integrity, high character business. And we pride ourselves on that. And you have the ability to cut corners. And we'll just take an easy one, coronavirus, right? Um, you know, the the PPP was something where you could you could take that and you could cut some corners. And we saw businesses go and cut corners. And Grant, how you stay above board. You do it the right way. What's the purpose of it? What's It's not going to get us in trouble. It's the right thing to do. Is it what's best for business? No, maybe not. Right? Is it what's best for our pocketbook? No, probably not. But it's the right thing. And so we're going to do it that way. And... This is the, this is the thing, right? Is is when you start getting lumped in um, with brands that you have no control over. I have no control over the gym in Indiana. I have no control over the gym in Minnesota. I have no control over what Greg Glassman says. And at a certain point, when you sort of feel like you're the only person in the room who has their head on straight, who is a man of integrity and a business of high character, and you're representative of this thing that you've created that you are so proud of. And it gets associated with something that you want nothing to do with. There's zero tolerance there. You, you have one choice. You have one course of action. Because you vote with your dollars and so you walk away. It's not easy, but it's right. And that's the thing is, is you guys have to think about this. And, you know, there's there's businesses that are being vilified for things right now that that I do struggle with. And, you know, I have to be open and transparent with that. I think, you know, some of these restaurants that are talking about, um, you know, closing down and being put into tough situations over police discounts. I don't think that's right. I don't. I think that policemen and military and firefighters, if you're going to offer a discount and that's that's what you choose for your business, you are able to do that. I think that you should offer that universally. And I don't think that now changes any of that. If you offered it five weeks ago because it was the right thing to do for you and that's who you want to support as your business, I don't think that that has changed. Right? 
all the great policemen out there that are probably working their asses off right now. And we've seen it. We had to call the police the other day and thank God they showed up. Thank God they protected my coaches and they protected our facility and they protected the clients. Thank God. And they did such a great job. They tried so hard to de-escalate things. And those police officers probably had to go and get a lunch somewhere. And they probably don't get paid quite enough money to go and do some of those things. And so the businesses, I, I just, I struggle with the right and wrong of some of that. And I'm, I'm open to hearing conversation about it. If somebody can articulate that argument well for me, I am all for hearing it. But I just I think that I think that's on the wrong side there. I think you're not on the right side. I don't think you're you're running an an integrity oriented business if that's kind of where you're at um, with stripping the police discount now, having employees walk out and all this and causing causing all these problems because of that. I think that I think that we're maybe losing sight of what the what the problem at hand is and how to change it. Because changing a police discount isn't going to get us any closer to um, you know tolerance and acceptance and inclusivity. Re- removing the world of um, you know police brutality, removing the world of, you know, escalation uh, over race and, you know, unfair treatment of, you know, supposed criminals who haven't had their day in court yet. So we have to keep that strong compass, right? And you have to start looking at your affiliations. You have to start looking at, you know, the people that you spend time around. I think we should always be working on that. If you guys listen to this podcast, you probably know. I talk about all the time, right? Who do you associate with? Who are the people that you let into your life? Who do you let influence you? And when we started kind of recognizing that the CrossFit Games was not representative of the people that we wanted to help, and that the CrossFit brand and the the terminology coming out of that was not representative of the viewpoints that we shared and held true, then we started to remove ourselves from it, just like you would a friend that, you know, you found out it's like, oh, yeah, like I kind of like hanging out with this guy. And then and I'm just going to give you guys a real scenario, <clears throat> uh, you know, and then you take a cab home from a bar one night and your cab driver happens to be a Muslim generation, a uh, first generation Muslim American who's moved here. And you start seeing your friend treat this guy poorly and you see him walk out of the cab and try to stiff this guy. And I got into a physical altercation with somebody who hours before that I would have told you was a was a good friend. Got into a fist fight with him over this. Haven't ever talked to him since. Won't ever talk to him again. Cut things off at the knees, right? Um, because when you see that, there's zero tolerance for certain things. There's zero tolerance when you watch something like that happen. And this was hard in the military because the military is sort of, at the time at least that I joined, it was very post 9-11. You're trying to prepare these soldiers to learn how to fight in a war zone. And there is some of that degree of trying to trying to. I don't want to say, let's say brainwash soldiers into believing so vehemently in this cause. I'm, I just consider myself very lucky to have been able to keep sort of a, an open mind um, about it and have the ability to pause and not maybe get sucked too deep into some of that, that hatred, and that negativity. 
but that cab driver is first generation, you know, American who's working here. He's just trying to come and give, give his family a better life. And he's the guy driving you home, right? You need him. Our, our society at that time, we needed him, right? We needed to ride home. We needed to not drive drunk. We needed to keep ourselves safe. We need to keep others safe. And you're going to vilify this guy. Like it just like, get the fuck out of here. Not going to tolerate it. Right. And you have a moment, you take a stand. And if you don't condemn it, then you condone it. And, you know, it's sad the way that this is going to end, I think, for CrossFit, um, because the methodology is so elegant and beautiful. And my hopes for CrossFit and my hopes for CrossFit really over the past two or three years. And the reason that we maybe held on to our affiliation one year longer than we thought we were going to was because Greg actually for a moment stepped down as the chairman of CrossFit. I think he still has stepped down as a chairman. And then he went back in and he's CEO and he just needs to hand the company off because the methodology is beautiful and it works and it can be a great brand. But it started to take all these weird twists and turns and stuff got very odd and the barrier of entry for affiliates was too low. There was no professionalism and no standards of practice. And if you guys have ever traveled and gone to gyms, you've probably seen some really crappy gyms that do not treat things as professionals. Um, and I didn't want to be associated with that. And so we're not. And so our dream, our hope, our vision has always been that you guys will associate with yourself with saying, I'm a friendshipper. And my goal for you and what I hope to be the man to stand up for is to be more of a man than Greg Glassman and be able to say that by you saying that term, I understand the weight that that puts on to me. I understand that when you say that, that you expect me to be above board and have a strong moral compass. And that's my promise to you that I will continue to fulfill on that the way that I have for the past 10 years and the way that I will for the next 10 years. And if I start to feel like I'm losing it or losing that, then I'll hand it off to somebody else and move on so that you can continue to be proud to call yourself a friendshipper. And that's different. Because that's not a CrossFitter. A CrossFitter associates you with all of the rest of it. And you can say, you know, I like the CrossFit methodology, but I'm a friendshipper, right? Or you can say, you know, the CrossFit methodology is great. I like training that way. And this is where I'm at, right? I like the CrossFit methodology. I do. I think it's very smart. You'd be, you'd be lying to yourself if you said it wasn't um, really well written. It wasn't a good scientific methodology. We don't have to associate with the brand. And that's where the problem has been is the methodology got driven in with the brand. And um, and, and that's a problem if the brand's not going to be run above board and be run well. So for those of you guys who have been interested about it, that's sort of our our journey. Um, that's sort of how things have walked. And, you know, um, it's been a long it's been a long trip. And, you know, it's it's a obviously a tough time. It's going to be a tough time for a lot of gyms. But um, but I feel like right now, you know, we've we've taken our steps. We're ahead of the game. Um, We've thought about this probably when other affiliates weren't. And we took the steps that we needed to when other affiliates were not. And a lot of that is just being true to yourself, thinking through your own value systems day in and day out. And this is the stuff we talk about all the time on this podcast. Silence the noise. 
take a beat. You know, stillness is the key for you guys are reading along with us for Ryan Holiday's book. Take a take a moment and get into your own thoughts, get into your own beliefs, get into your own feelings. Think about the things that you're associated with. Who do you spend time with? Is it time to cut that friend out who maybe isn't the best influence on you? It's maybe dragging you down. Maybe they're not going anywhere. Maybe they're a big source of negativity. Maybe they complain a lot. You don't have time to sit around and spend time with people who complain. Like, get out of here. Life's too short for that crap. And it's the same thing then with with your companies, with your associations, with everything along those lines. Is and you, and you can be a product of change. You know, right? just like just like I'm a product of change. Just like Maria and you know Jenny and and Kristen and everybody who's been with our brand for a long time. They're a product of of this change and they are supportive of this change and that helps us move in the right direction. And you guys can be that for your company also. And just you know, be open to sitting and thinking about it. And remember. Make the right decision. Listen to your heart and think and take the time to say, is this right? And, you know, hopefully you can get to a place where it's clear because usually the right thing is pretty clear. Usually, very rarely are we like in some weird gray area of right and wrong. Right. And if you're in the gray area, you're probably a little too close to the wrong side of things because right usually to me is it's like 2020 i mean it's it's pretty crystal clear so um always guys as always i am open to any discussion that any of you guys want to have if you guys feel like you guys want to have a deeper talk on this i can always you know we can always do a a video chat do a voice call um you know have a conversation over this uh we could have you on the podcast if you felt strongly enough about something and we can't be closed off to the the you know opening of ideas and so, you know, I know there's a lot of thoughts and comments around people posting things on social media now. And, you know, number one, I feel like if you're trying to reduce things down to 140 characters to define your own thoughts and beliefs and values, I don't necessarily think you're doing it for yourself. I think it does take a 30 minute podcast to talk about some of these things a little bit deeper and express the true thoughts and feelings that you have. And I also think that a lot of this stuff is just better done with conversations. You guys, if you are on social media right now, first of all, I've come full circle on believing that I do think that social media can be good. But I also think that it's probably mostly a source of negativity and evil um, on a bunch of different time frames. Like if you start looking into like, <laughs> I don't want like a conspiracy theory, but if you start looking into how they're tracking your data and stuff like that, you start realizing how many they've manipulated like elections in the past and stuff like I just don't want any part of that. OK. And second of all, I just don't I think the, the problem is, is you guys are probably starting to feel a certain way about a certain person because of a post that or something that they've done on social media. And that's exactly what's happening to Greg Glassman right now. And just imagine if instead of doing that, we got together with somebody and we had a real conversation face to face where you can feel the fear, where you can feel the empathy, where you can feel from Vinny and Jazz that you you can feel that they're scared and lonely and they just need a hug. It's not about any of that other crap. It's not about posting quotes. It's not about this. It's not about that. People need to feel. They need to feel they're heard. They need to feel that you understand. 
And you're not going to get that with double tapping a picture, condensing things down to 140 or 250 or whatever the hell characters are at now. You remove that when you get, when you just reduce things to social media. You can't hear the passion in my voice for the things that I care about. You can't tell that I struggle with things as a human being, just like everybody else. So put that crap away. Reach out to somebody that you're concerned about or that you have questions about or that you think can help you or that you just think is somebody who is, is thoughtful and caring. And, and just start interacting the way that humans were designed and programmed to, to interact with, not you know, a, a Fortune 500 company trying to profit off of you because you spend more time on their platform so they can advertise to you. So, sorry, I got down that tangent. I always do. I love you guys so much. Um, and thank you so much. If you guys are listening to this podcast, uh, it means that you guys are a supporter, you know, of the friendship brand of everything and the steps that we've taken. I hope that I continue to make you guys proud to call yourself a friendshipper. And, uh, I hope that that continues to mean something to you. I hope it means inclusivity and love and togetherness and caring. Um, I hope it means giving the people who need something, giving the people who are lonely and lost, giving them the things that they need because the world can be a really, really tough place on some people and not everybody understands that, right? Um, if you've ever been through loneliness or you've been through depression, you've had that that feeling, um, then you know how important it is to be able to help somebody with that. Um, and that's always been our mission. That's always been my goal. So uh, so thank you guys. Uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Like I said, it's going to be gorgeous. So make sure you guys are maximizing that. Make sure you guys are taking care of your own uh, you know, mental health and well-being, your own physical health and well-being. And if you guys aren't back in the gym, I, I hope that you guys are doing well and I can't wait to see you. And if you guys are back in the gym, I will see you there. Let's have a great week. Love you. Goodbye.